So does it just let one of us? Yeah, it's working now. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you want to record, just send it to me later. Oh, yeah, for sure. You could record it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. You just want to get us get us started? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to start with my intro here. What's good, everybody? Drake Talks coming at you live with another podcast. Now, we have a team flip flip. All right, this is the guy who got me going in this resale game heavy. Now, uh, I'm just going to let him introduce himself and, you know, start talking. Awesome. What's up, guys? This is uh, Flip Flip, uh, better known as Dylan and uh, the Flip Flip reseller team. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Flip Flip. And then I got the podcast, too. Just type that into Apple and you'll be gravy. So what's up? Absolutely. Man, I'm so excited to have you on here. I really am. Because I have so many questions I want to ask. Like, I've I've always just wanted to ask you a ton of questions. Like, what made you get started? What made you think about even starting a reselling team, a reselling group? You know, like, like, when did that idea first come into your head? So, when I first, like, my whole story is I started out, I played baseball, um, I wasn't really good at anything other than sports, man, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, sports and business, like school, I was just, I was awful, um, couldn't concentrate. And, uh, I was going to play, uh, like minor league college baseball and that didn't pan out. And, uh, I just went on YouTube and, uh, I don't know how, or I don't remember how I found the video. Um, but it was teaching people, how to go to thrift stores and um, I actually just made a post because what's funny is the house I just bought is down the street from the first thrift store I ever went to, man, which is, uh, it's really, yeah. That's that's like full cycle right there. And how old are you? Uh, 27. 27. And you already going full cycle in life, my man. (laughs) That was good. Getting there, getting there. So. But man, that's that's insane! You just bought a house. Like, yeah. like what, what what do you want to do next? Do you want to fucking now, flip flip here, a house, here, or what are you doing? From here, it's all just it's bank money, man. I don't even what, what you realize. And I was actually I was just talking to Omar. I, you know Omar. Um, yep. And this whole like you you try to find what makes you happy, man. And I've made decent money doing this, and um really thankful for that but it doesn't fulfill me at all um and it's it's kind of eye-opening that money money ain't shit bro it's just not um and that's like what i'm pushing now like now that i've crossed off a lot of like my financial goals and you know i don't want this like if i had the money i don't know if i would buy like an extravagant car um i would i don't know i like donating i like right now my goal is to affect 10,000 resellers man like love it. it's like the amount of messages i get like that shit changes my whole day like it just it's different so what's the best like share it what's that what's the best message that you have gotten like um you know like a message oh, saying one, thank you you helped me do this the one about christmas that was that was tough for me like got emotional on that when people say they can afford christmases for their families anything with like kids and stuff like that yeah really really just like bro it's what it's about and a lot of people the the reason this reseller game is so freaking insane is like 
it's people don't know about it like these uh like corporate friends that i have and stuff they they're mind blown by it but once they get that little appetizer of it they literally their whole mindset is like i want to do this because it's so insane it's practical oh it's the most practical thing and but what i'm saying is no one like i'm waiting for the day where some dude like hires people and just like clears out these thrift stores and we're all screwed but i don't think that's ever going to happen so um yeah we've we've talked about you know i've asked you this a few times uh, it was a while back, maybe a few months, about like going into like an economic recession, how you can make it work. If you can just, you know, explain to the to the listeners, you know, how that we can make that happen. Like, how how do you stay on top of the game even if the economy is pulling? So the economy thing happened. I think what would happen is probably less donations. Obviously, I think um, mm-hmm. I can see that just from for the thrift stores. Um, so the main key is recessions. I mean, they're pretty rare, so it's not something to like completely shut down reselling for a while. Um, but I think while the economy is really good, like right now for the next few years and, um, you know, we never know when that stuff will happen. But the main point, and I, I preach this to you too, man, is save mm-hmm. capital right now. Um, yep. You need to be saving your money, your cash flow um and have goals like i bought a house which um that was a lot of cash but i also have some leftover um that i don't touch because i think it is about to happen here in the next few years um a lot of people are pointing towards that uh um a lot of people just looking at it and you need to because i look at it as opportunity man like when that thing hits absolutely I'm gonna be investing and just flipping. So, are you looking at flipping any properties or any, you know, land? Uh, properties are the main thing for a recession. Um, if you look at the data, you can see that how much. Um, oh man, there's an accident here. One sec. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, for a recession, properties definitely. Um, if you look historically at what properties were at when that recession happened. I mean, houses were down in the 20,000s uh, and lower, so. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward. That's one of my main goals is to get into real estate. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm really just trying to start building some knowledge on that. You know, like you can do that anytime. It's just a matter of capital and knowledge if you're going to Get a good actually, deal or get screwed. Um, I got a buddy who I uh, I work with, and he's in the group too. He flips houses, and uh, as we're working on my house right now, it's super doable. It's it's just like going to a thrift store, just a little different. Mm-hmm. So just bigger, a lot more money and paperwork involved. That's it, though. That's it. Absolutely, and I see you flipping so many different things. Like, is there? something that just tips you off or do you just like to search anything that just looks unique or stands out or anything Uh, like that in the beginning it was like you you don't know what you're doing so you kind of just go off what you like and it's uh it's weird because new resellers that i go out thrifting they all you know tend to go towards things that they know um so sometimes it's not the most valuable but they think it is and once you can take that out of the equation and look at it as just a pure 
what does the market want, you start to look at everything. It's true. What is your favorite thing to look at, personally? Uh, I love vintage electronics and uh, vintage clothing. Vintage clothing, if you can find it, it's pretty rare. Like, uh, like the old T-shirts from like the '80s that are like teams or concerts, and they have that like nostalgic value. Um, yeah, I like to find those. Those are my number one, but they're so rare. Um, that last T flip, that is it Akira or what is that? That, that vintage T. Yeah, that's exactly insane. What I'm about. Yep. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, that's it was two hundred eight dollars, correct? Yeah, That's and, and that was and, and me, I'm not I'm not big on like waiting stuff out. Um I'll sell like just because we get it so freaking cheap. I'm not uh I'm not gonna like pinch an extra I probably could have got three hundred to be honest with you and waited mm-hmm. for that. Um but I went ahead and just I paid two dollars. Yeah, just crazy. Two dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. And while we're on this topic of like volume and stuff, I've been I've been kind of stressing this in my in my like Instagram posts or on my podcast or on YouTube, but that's kind of where I'm at right now. Like if I get an offer on something, I'm I'm just gonna take it and move on if it's reasonable. And a lot yeah. of people like to hold and wait until they juice every single penny out of their buyers. And I personally don't like to roll like that. Just because it's holding on to too much inventory, not freeing up enough capital. Yeah, and and in this business, it is about velocity, but you you want to just work it both ways. You want to have those meaty margins where it's it's high price items um, that you're accepting best offers, but you want it also to be velocity of um, accepting those offers that'll that'll put you in the middle. Um, so if you mm-hmm. list items at $80 and you get a, a 40 to $60 offer. If you paid, I mean, just a few bucks, just get rid of it. Unless you're seeing that the items vary in demand. Start, yep. start just kind of learning the market, not, not what you prefer. Cause it doesn't matter what you want. Um, at the end of the day, 100% true. Yep. It's true. I'm, I, I'm telling you, man, when I started, I'm still holding on to some of the shit because <laughs> you, you just pick you it up because but, you just liked it, you know? But, but just remember those items have been paid for. They're pure profit. When you, when you flip a hundred dollar, $200 item, think about how much profit that is. And then think about that profit paying for all of your inventory. It's true. And does that like, make sense? like, yeah, yeah, it does. Because the cost of goods is so low for us, man. It's just ridiculous. And that's like, like you said, like it's so practical to go this route. And I don't see why people wouldn't even at least try to dip a toe in it. Like I got my buddy who is, um, he does, you know, editing. He does YouTube videos, social media marketing, networking, that kind of stuff. But he's recently started dipping his toe into doing like outlet flips, you know, like Nike outlet flips or Columbia outlet flips, or thrift flips, you know, and he's, he's making sales. It's so practical. Anybody can apply it to their everyday routine. This job, if done correctly, man, you can make six figures. It's crazy. Um, like I know people who do it. Uh, and if you're full time with it, I mean, if you put like you, for instance, uh, if you did this as a career job, if you, how old are you? 
19. You're 19, man. That is just, that's insane. Um, I don't even know what I was doing at 19. Nothing like this, but, um, yeah, if you, if you really wanted to, man, you can make this uh, a career for yourself because it's just, it's so practical. And if you just, it's just hard work. That's the thing. Um, Mm -hmm. getting it all set up, it is, it is a lot of work. Um, and our whole job is to make it as less work as possible, basically. I agree. I agree. Like finding, but you learn along the way too, is trial and error. What works for this part, you know, and the startup process doesn't work anymore because you find a new way. Like, um, you know, like the way I used to list stuff, like I, I would take pictures on each individual eBay listing compared to like taking all photos of everything and then listing at a separate time. It's just, mm-hmm. you, you learn little things along the way that you can apply. How long, um, how long has it been now since you've started? I started um, October 30th of last year. Oh, you're not you're not even at a year. Okay. Nah. Dude, you got you're, yeah. you're going you're gonna, to, if you keep doing this, you're going to look back and be like, man, that's crazy. So I'm documenting it, man. <laughs> that's why we do this. That's what I did. What I'm going to do one day is I'm going to go through like all my old, because my podcast episodes are from when I was like just part-time, just starting out, I didn't, no one was really doing podcasts, honestly. And, uh, I wasn't even talking. I like, I felt like I wasn't even talking to an audience, bro. Like I was just documenting it for like myself. If you go to like episode one where it's like titled spell out clothing, like I was just, it's some good shit. So Oh, let's go check those out, man. You can do those like throwback Thursday uh, posts with them. Well, I get um, it's funny. I get messages about like the earlier episodes, and I'm like, man, I'm on a different level now. Um, you, should, you should reply to them, people, and say, hey, go listen to new ones, man. We love those. Oh, no, no, no. What What's beautiful is the old ones are like it's the beginning stages, so it's kind of scaled, and that's why you want to do it. You know, um. Gary Vaynerchuk said he wishes he would have done that because think about that, like him in a wine store, like doc, that would be insane to have that as content, like insane. Or watching Bill Gates when he first started or watching Steve Jobs in his garage. That would be nuts, man. Yeah. Think about like, they would literally be like just me and you just failing over and over just in a broken down office just like who is this you know it's crazy yep. it, it is nuts i want to get back to like investing um and you know really scaling a reselling business if you wanted to get into wholesale reselling what would be the best way to approach you know trying to get out so, there into that branch so what i'm doing with the flip flip reseller team now is I'm actually, that's funny. I'm about to make an announcement that I'm going to send everybody in the team. If you have any sort of connections with wholesalers that just need numbers or an amount of people, I think we can all try to search for it. And then as a, you know, we can tell them, Hey, we have 300 people who will pay and make this many orders. Um, I'm looking myself and I've had a few fall through just cause, um, I had one lady who she had good inventory, but it was her business. And, uh, I think she kind of got cold feet. 
just because it is like her inventory she's selling to. Um, but as far as wholesale, a lot of it you need accounts for. Um, other than that, you have to just have connections. You have to, like my route is going to be, I'm going to go talk to these people or cold call, just phone calls, just, just action. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all everything is. You can watch as many videos as you want, but if you don't go do it, you never know. And that's, that's my mission this year, man. I just, a lot of people, um, I've, I've noticed the most effective way that I've had any success in business, man, is just doing it. That's it. It's so true. Like, like, it's just so easy to learn as you go and you find out, man, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was going to be fucking terrible. I thought I was going to die. But no, nah, you're, you're still living, right? You're breathing. Not only that, you love You're glad you did it. I've never, I've never come on, across anyone in, in business that was like, I don't know. It just, you got to do it. There's, if you want to make it, I mean, there's no other choice. You, if you don't do it, you're, you're not, you're never going to get the things you want. So. 100% truth. Uh, All right, man. If you want, if you were to tell a beginner reseller, a veteran reseller, anybody who resells one thing, what would it be? Um, reseller. First of all, I'd tell you to join my team. Um, <laughs> like goodbye. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hit me up on Instagram at flip flip because that right there, man, uh, just, it's going to answer the question to the collaboration that goes on in there and the connections. And, um, the reason I made it was because this stuff, is, it can get pretty lonely. Um, if you don't have entrepreneurial kind of buddies in the same business. Um, so I would say definitely get that support group but also just, just do it. Um, the reseller community is, it's different because we all understand, we all kind of fail and it's a rough business. So I would say just do it, um, go up there, hit up anybody, bring your, your family. Everybody loves thrifting anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, once, once you make that hundred bucks profit, uh, once you make that $50 profit, I think you'll be hooked. So that's what I say. It's so true. And I just want to close out by saying a few things about the group, like the cost, it just gets repaid instantly because you're learning so many things. It's literally like a Google search. If you have any questions, someone has the answer. If you need to help someone else, if you know, you have the answer for them, hopefully someone does, or you look at what they're selling and then you know to look out for that next time you're in a thrift store. It's just insane. The amount of value that comes out of it. And just the, this team's unlike other, like I have people who message me that they've been in other ones. Like like everyone is just one for one, one for all, man. It's crazy. Um, Everybody's just there to help. And I've, since the beginning, I've just watched it grow. And like, I've seen people just develop and getting so much more like you, for instance, as you first started. And it's just fun to watch. So it's awesome. Well, I appreciate you on here. I'm waiting for you to announce that flip flip meetup, but in the meantime, we're just oh, gonna let's do it. Yeah, um, we're, we're gonna do it, man. I, th- I think it's gonna we happen. get a, a pretty big turnout too. So I don't know if 100%. we should do like one a year or um, I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Just, just gotta take the first step. All right, action. Yep. I'm here.
I, you know, I love talking to you about everything. If, you know, you can just say whatever you want and we can sign off. That's it, guys. Again, just uh, just follow me on Instagram at Flip Flip. Make sure you follow Drake at Drake Talks. This guy is the next upcoming reseller YouTuber. Just, dude, I watch your Instagram stories all the time. They're so entertaining. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I got I, I got some shit in there that doesn't even relate to reselling, but it's no, it's, it's, it is what it is. Just just do you, bro. Don't who gives a shit. Like, yeah. you, it's business, but you gotta have fun too. So absolutely. All right, guys, keep on the hustle. If you want to check them out, everything's going to be in the description. But anyways, let's keep hustling. What's good, podcast? Drake Talks coming at you live with another episode. Now, I haven't made one in a long time solo, but this is going to be information packs you're going to want to listen. This podcast is on how to price items. All right, now this is just going to be for a buy it now. I will get to the auction part, um, you know, maybe sometime in the future, but this is just for buy it now because um, that's mostly what I do. I only do auctions on items that have a lot of sold comps and they have a high velocity of selling. So there's enough buyers to make a good auction worth it. But anyways, let's get started. So number one is you want to search the sold comps on eBay. When you search for the item you're curious about, use keywords that most accurately describe the item so you can find it quickly and not waste time. I usually search the gender, color, brand, and then the type of material. For example, say I have men's brown Carhartt coat or women's red Columbia fleece vest. I do that. It helps narrow down your item to find it quicker instead of entering a general search and having to scroll for a while just to find the item as closest to yours. And step number two that you're going to want to do is once you search and find the item that matches yours, compare the prices. If it's sold for $49.99 free shipping and you're paying $5 for it, you're good. But you always want to check for multiple sold comps to make sure it is a consistent seller. If you check some more and it's sold for, say, $35 plus $10 shipping or $39.99 free shipping, compare the condition of the products to the one that you have. The item that sold for $49.99 is in great condition and yours resembles the $39.99 one more, then you want to want to match that lower price. So the rule of thumb here is match the condition first, then you match the price. You will begin to have awesome knowledge at knowing the best price for your product. And finally, step number three, if you are unsure on the condition or they all look to be the same condition but varying prices, use the best offer feature because that helps me in a lot of cases. So you'll let the market decide. I advise you to use this on every single listing as it gives you the ability to price it on the higher end, but also let the market come to you with some offers. For example, say you have it listed at $49.99, but you get an offer for $40. You may decide to take the offer as the market may be letting you know that your item isn't quite worth the $49.99 like the other one was, but more like the $40 that you got offered. It'll help you have more flexibility and it'll be up to you to use your best judgment on if you want to take the offer or wait to get full price. Most of the time, buyers will pay full price, but having that option enables more opportunity to make your sales. Hope this helps, guys. I know it's a very quick one, but it's information packed. Pause it, slow it down, do all that. If you have any questions, go check out my Instagram page at Drake Talks. It will be in the description. DM me with any questions. Much love.